recorded live on DementiaRadio.org, it's the Funny Music Podcast, brought to you by TheFunk.com, where you can download new free comedy songs twice a week. Now, here's your hosts, Devo Spice and the great Luke Ski. Hey, Devo Spice. Hey, Luke Ski. We have Harv Mann in the house. Hey, Harv, welcome. Hey, I'm thrilled to be here with all you celebrities. <laughs> <laughs> and Boy, also Steve Goody. Hi, everybody. I'm wearing my long underwear. Nice. Very nice. And a tall hat, too. It's my Santa Claus shuffle hat. As you can see, Santa Claus is unsuccessfully getting down the chimney. That's awesome. Very cool hat. Welcome to episode 706 of the Funny Music Podcast. For Thursday, December 28th, 2023, the title of this week's episode is Lyrical Wool, and I will put that in the chat, and your job is to try to work that into our conversations somehow. And I'm getting sick, and I'm losing my voice, and I have a sore throat, so I have a feeling it's going to get worse as the show goes on, so we're just going to do what we can this week, folks, but... uh, Let's let's do a quick catch up thing. Let's get caught up with what Devo and Luke have been up to since last week. Or else Devo, if Luke failed and didn't show up. Hey, what? No, he's all right. So Luke, what you been up to? Well, um, I did a Christmas. Um, <laughs> Perchance, per did you do a Christmas? I did a Christmas too. I, I did a tree. I did the lights. I did a Christmas. <laughs> so yeah, um, yeah, I got to uh, hang out with my family in the Midwest. Got to meet my nephew Bodie for the first time, and he is so adorable. Oh my gosh! Ah! It's like you know. All of those, it, it's 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 like like some kind of genetics experiment, you know. Let's take my brother Michael, who is, you know, the, it's like, I've always kind of felt like each Sinkowski child was kind of like, you know, the alpha test, the beta test, etc. And then we got to Michael, it's like, okay, we got it right this time. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's got the looks, he's got the talent, he's got the brains, he's got it all. And then you take Anu, who is like this you know, professor at an, you know, English university with a master's degree and everything. And it's like, let's, let's create the genetically perfect child. And that's what Bodie is. And he's just adorable as heck. So, so yeah. Um, and, uh, got a couple, you know, nice guests got, uh, across the spider verse and TMNT mutant mayhem on Blu-ray. And, uh, yeah, just, uh, um, had a good time uh, hanging out with uh, my family, and I just now got done hanging out with uh, Carrie and Alexanne, and now I'm heading back up to Wisconsin. So, um, so yeah, uh, just um, doing the usual Luke visits Wisconsin, you know, and Illinois thing, um, and I'll be hanging out here until uh, January second, and I'll be flying back. So that was my next question: Did you drive from LA? I guess not. Nope. I, I flew from Burbank to Milwaukee and then my parents or my, or my mom picked me up from Milwaukee and took me down to Lake Geneva and my sister is letting me borrow her car 
so that I could, you know, drive down here to the west suburbs of Chicago to hang out with Carrie and Alex Ann for the day. Are you near Schaumburg? And what? Are you near Schaumburg? Oh, yeah, I'm near Schaumburg. It's Mm -hmm. like, if I had wanted to, I could have driven through Schaumburg on my way back, but I decided to take a different route because it's a little bit faster. Um, But, yeah, uh, uh, Schaumburg is a great uh, area. I bought my first used car there. Cool. Yeah. So the mall in Schaumburg, Woodfield Mall, is the mall that Al Bundy supposedly worked at uh, in Married with Children. <laughs> like even in, like there were some Married with Children comic books, and in the comic books they specifically said it was the Woodfield Mall and actually drew the mall to look like the Woodfield Mall, including their multicolored uh, uh, water tower that they had back in the nineties. So I always thought that was cool. That's amazingly cool. Yep. Anyway, what have you been up to, Devo Spice? Um, well, we did the Christmas to uh, I got the Weird Al movie on DVD, and I got a new belt buckle. I don't know if I can show it to you. Let's see, can you? I got a new belt, <laughs> new belt buckle. Switch back to me. Switch back to me. There we go. <laughs> I can't make out what's on it. It's it's like monsters and creatures and like horror icons. Fair enough. Um. So, uh, besides that, um, I don't know if, uh, I, I think I talked about it on this show. I've, I've been booked as a, uh, as a, in a, like supporting role in a web series that's coming up and we had our first read through of the first four episodes earlier today. And it's really cool. Um, I found out it's, it's just going to be a web series. It's just going to be released for free on YouTube. So whenever it's done and out, I will be posting links and sharing it. Um, it's about two guys who accidentally become hitmen, and I play the guy who sets them up with their hits. So I get to play this tough guy who kills a lot of people. Um, the character reminds me a lot of Mike from Breaking Bad, you know, the old bald guy. Yeah. Jonathan so, Banks. Yeah. yeah. So I get to play that type of character and I'm, I'm enjoying the hell out of it. So <laughs> it's how I've always seen you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the funny thing is like when I was talking with my acting teacher a couple of weeks ago about, you know, he, he was asking like, what parts do we struggle with? You know, what do we want to practice on? And I said, I don't think I'm a believable tough guy, you know? So if I, and then like, I got an audition for a tough guy. I did not get that role. And then I got offered this role without even auditioning for it. I actually auditioned for another character in this, in this show, but they liked me so much, you know, they thought I would fit with this other character. So, and I'm a tough guy. So what are you going to do? That's right. So, but own it, live it. (laughs) So Steve, what have you been up to? Who, me? I've been writing up a storm. I did not do a Christmas. I avoided a Christmas. And I've been writing and recording like a maniac. Every now and then, the ideas just come faster than I can record them. You know how that is. Like, after a long spell of nothing, nothing, nothing. Um, Yeah, man. That's why. (laughs) It is my goal. And for some reason, you, Devo, seem to be facilitating it, that I put a song on the thump every week. (laughs) We do have a 20-song limit every two months, so you can't do that so damn all right fine try to pen me in see if i care (laughs) yeah as i mentioned before i found my long underwear so that's exciting wait you lost them 
They'd been missing for quite some time. Apparently, they were hiding underneath other things. <laughs> but there they were. Have you tried looking for things? It's a great yeah. new system. Well, this is one of my things. When I'm looking for things, I usually find other things. Mm. And this was not one of those cases. I went looking for long underwear, and I found long underwear. That's why it's important to me. I lost a humidifier somehow. I don't know how you lose a, a humidifier. <laughs> That's a big thing to lose. It's, it's a small one, but it's like that. It's not tiny. It's, it's bigger than the long underwear. And yet I cannot find that anywhere, which is frustrating during these dry, dry months. As you know, Harv, you got to moisturize. This is I true. Mean, without it, you can't possibly say, oi, it's so humid. Oi, it's so humid. <laughs> you know our people so well, Luke. Yes. <laughs> uh, what else have I been up to? I think that's about it. Just making stuff. Oh, right. and driving uh, Evo crazy with a ton of duplication. And we're done. We're done. done. You did it. We're done with the CDs. They will. They will ship out tomorrow. Steve paid me right before the show. We're good. Everything's. Everything's done. Yeah. I can actually check yeah. that off of my to-do list now. We're just like, now I'm down to 97 things on my to-do list. And this means that millions of children will notice no difference. Right. <laughs> so, Harv, what have you been up to? Well, last night. I spent the evening watching YouTube videos of you and Luke. And I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, uh, you guys are doing God's work. <laughs> Thank you. Making people laugh yeah, at these great times. Yep. And uh, and uh, I, I I want to ask Steve: Are you still uh, are you still upset about the the fact that this that song doesn't rock? Jingle Bell Rock. Yeah. So upset. I got most of it out, but then when I think about it, I go, Arr! Yeah, I was going to send some of my condolences, but I think you'd get over it quickly. I'll be okay. It's fine. It's not really even in the top 10 of my grievances these days, <laughs> but it, it's, it's one that I could make rhyme, so I went with it. How about rocking around the Christmas tree? Don't that care for it. Don't care for it. I mentioned that in the song. I know. I know. All these, all these Christmas songs, I, Christmas I songs just don't rock. There's no rocking. Can anybody think of one that really rocks? That's yeah. Like, um, you know, Toby Danger did a rock version of Mariah Carey, All I Want for Christmas is You. She, all right. They did a parody of that called Die Hard is a Christmas Movie too, And they did a rock version and it rocks. So there, all there's right. one. And I just recently got into an argument with Ian Bonds about whether it's a Christmas movie. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> I don't want to argue too hard because he's about to have a birthday, but he's wrong. And I don't care either way because I've never seen it. <laughs> you know what? It's funny. I was talking about it with somebody else a few days ago, and it's like, I don't, I've never seen it. I saw the Die Hard 3 movie one time in a hotel room when there was nothing else on in the 90s or something, but I've never seen Die Hard. And then I happened to see a little promo or a little, uh, some video that making fun of it and asking the question once again, is it a Christmas movie? And they showed clips from it. And I thought, I have seen that. So there you go. You know, I I think uh, why I, I watched uh, you doing a, a live performance of a com about the phone does everything except uh, you can't make a call on it. Oh yeah, the cellular degeneration. That was um, that was a big hit on the Doctor Demento show back in two thousand seven. It was number one for the year. Once again, shows how how uh, out of touch I am with the the current. But, <laughs> but uh, watching that, I could see you playing a hitman. 
I mean, you were you got pretty. Uh, I thought you were going to get violent towards the end of that uh, that video. Yeah, all that all that <laughs> self censored cursing at the end that that in that uh, that last verse. Um, I actually prepped. I I drove from uh, New Jersey to Atlanta for Dragon Con, where I debuted that song, which is what that video is from. That's on YouTube, and pretty much the entire way. I just practiced the third verse so that I could get all the cuts in and out, you know, just right. Because that was hard. <laughs> it was like method acting. It wasn't just method acting. It was lyrical wall. What is the term with I'm not familiar with that. What is You said it was the theme of today's uh, program. And, title of, the title of the episode. Um... What a lot of podcasts do is, in fact, um, Luke is on a podcast with TV's Kyle where they do this. Um, they do the episode, and then at the end of the episode, they pick some funny phrase or something, and they des- they decide that that's the name of the episode. So Some kind of random funny little two- or three-word phrase that was said during the episode. We write them down you know, as the episode happens, and then at the end... We list off those phrases and pick one of them to be the title. So the title of the episode comes from the conversation. But what Devo has done is, Devo. Um, I decided to reverse that. So what I do is I I go to a random word generator. There's a website of just Google random word generator. It comes right up. And it gives you five random words. And I pick two or three that make a phrase that has no meaning whatsoever. And I say, that's the title of this week's episode. And your challenge is to work it into our conversation somehow. So I, we do it backwards here. It's just a stupid thing we do for no reason whatsoever. Just, you know, it's a little So what, what, what are the two words again? I remember wool. Lyrical wool. Lyrical wool. Yeah. Okay. I've already done my due diligence. <laughs> <laughs> there's no law saying, or there's no rule saying you can't say it multiple times in an episode. Uh-huh. And I will play the, the horn things every time somebody says it. So It's, it's like people play out. It's like Groucho, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, the secret say say the secret word. That's how old I am. I bet Harvard remembers this. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right, so Harv, you posted a song. Give us a quick intro intro to the song and we'll give it a listen and then we'll interview about it. Yeah, thanks. Well, you know, Bob Dylan called me up and he, he said that, uh, you know, he was trying to write a Christmas band song and he just, nothing was coming. So, uh, <laughs> anyway, oh, anyway but, <laughs> actually, right. Go ahead. Um, I, I, I don't mean to be, uh, you know, make jokes. It was actually Paul McCartney, of course. <laughs> But uh, it's, uh, I always wanted to write a dance song. I just, you know, uh, it's just, I wanted to see people out there dancing to some of mine. And this, this was not my first attempt. I had one, I had one called uh, Doing the Hoer Around the Menorah, <laughs> where, where I actually mentioned rocking around the Christmas tree. So <laughs> All right, so you here know, is Doing the Santa Claus Shuffle by Harv Mann. This is the 500th toy I've made today. 
If I have to make one more toy, I'm gonna die. Somebody's gotta tell the big guy. We need a day off. We need a union. <laughs> okay, boys, we've all done enough for one day. When old Saint Nick needs to unwind. After a day of making all those toys. He grabs Mrs. Claus from behind. Saying time to dance, it's time to rejoice. Turns down the light, turns up the stereo. And he and Mrs. Claus start the ho, ho, ho. They shake it to the heat of that reindeer beat. Jingle and bells, wiggle the feet. Kick up the boots, let the red seats rattle. Doing the Santa Claus shuffle. So shake your seat to that reindeer beat. Jingle and bells, wiggle your feet. Kick up your boots, let your red seats rattle. Santa Claus Shuffle You know them elves like to be themselves Got their own steps like nobody else When Rudolph and his friends want to fly higher They shake their tails like a chimney on fire so you and me, let's let the spirit flow Let's dance by the tree under the mistletoe Let's go shake to the heat of that reindeer beat Jingle them bells, wiggle your feet Kick up your boots, let your red suits rub on Santa Claus shovel, yeah, shake your seat to that reindeer beat. Jingle them bells, kick up your feet. Light up your nose, let your red suits rub on. Yeah, doing the Santa Claus shovel, yeah, shake to the beat of that reindeer beat. Jingle them bells, kick up your feet. Wiggle them boots, let your red suits rub on. Hang up the stockings. Start a rockin'. Yeah, doing the Santa Claus shovel. Doing the sand, doing the Santa Claus shovel. Santa Claus shovel, you be. Doing the Santa Claus shovel. Shovel. Doing the Santa Claus shovel. Doing the Santa Claus shovel. Is there a reason I only heard the vocal? It's, um, it's It's got something to do with me playing the music back over Zoom, but uh, don't worry, the stream is fine and the recording is fine.
That was interesting. It, it made me think of that John Lennon song I just did, where they were, they have the technology yeah. to separate the voice and the piano. But they did it on purpose. <laughs> right. <laughs> did, yeah. did you record that one with me way back in like 1998? Yeah, I, I want to say that, that Steve uh, Steve is all over that thing. You see, at least one that. or two of the elves. <laughs> He played everything. He played the bass, the drums, uh, one of the guitars. You know, what's odd is that I remember the song really clearly, but I forgot that I recorded it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've done that. I've written songs I forgot about. And... But how about for other people? Have you recorded yeah. someone else's song and then completely forgot that you did that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I did a verse okay. on, um, I think it was a 2D6 song that I wrote and recorded and sent them, and it, it showed up on their album, and their album showed up in the mail to me, after their Kickstarter ended and track 23 or something said featuring Devo Spice. And I went, what, when did we, what, you know, and I completely forgot about it. Yep. How about that? There's a link that I just posted. If you want to see Harv on the Letterman show, it's in the chat. Right, for I'll real. Watch, I'll watch that after the, after the episode. Cause uh, you need to I, see I this. can't play it. There's no way I can put it. Through, I understand so. that. I'll, I'll tell you that. I found a very amusing uh, the video, uh, uh, or it was an, an audio thing I heard where uh, Luke uh, talks about uh, getting royalties for singing the songs in the shower. Ah, <laughs> that's a that's a sketch that uh, Luke and I did as part of uh, Cirque du So What, the sketch comedy that I we did. I thought that was Chris. Yeah, it was me and Chris. I thought I think you're on it somewhere. I know maybe you're not. It's me. Yeah, Chris plays the senator. I play the lobbyist trying to get trying to get the law passed so that people have to pay to uh, sing in the shower. Yeah, I think it may just be me and Chris. <laughs> but yeah, that was a fun one. I mean, I'm glad to take credit for anything Chris has done because he does great <laughs> work. So, <laughs> well, it's uh, who knows what's going on with with the with royalties these days. Yeah, really. It's it's uh, it's a complete uh, gray area at this point. This is definitely one of the dancier Christmas songs I've heard. So well, that makes me feel good. That's it, still, man. I got so excited, I had to take off my long underwear. Oh, I'm glad you shut yeah. your camera off for that. I was wondering why you had your camera off. Uh, we want to we want to keep this PG around here. Yeah, I, I'll tell you. I'll, I'll give Steve credit on one more thing, which you, I'm sure you forgot that. <laughs> we originally did like a disco version, and you were you you really produced it really well. You know? Really, I did forget about that. I'm sure it's in my archives. I'm going to listen. And, to it. But you said this, and I were you know, me on the opposite. If I if I I, even, I I remember everything I'm attached to. I don't remember anybody else but me. <laughs> but uh, you said at the time, you said I like the rock version, and at the time, uh, you know. We put a lot of effort into the disco. Yeah, we, well, the right disco version, we did the disco version in what was it, nineteen seventy-seven, when it was hot. Yeah. Yeah. So, but this is uh, this is this. Is, I, I I came to prefer this, and somehow I I wasn't involved with the final mastering of that one, and one of your elf lines got cut. It had nothing to do with me. The line where you really? say, "We need a union." Which, <laughs> which to me is the the best line uh, uh, the elves do. Certainly, the most ironic, since I'm not in the yeah. union. <laughs> I put it. I got it back on this version. And, All right. And now, and you see what happens. You 
you put Steve back on the thing with, with that line, and suddenly it's a it's <sighs> on the pump. Poppermost <laughs> of the poppermost. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I was I was very impressed with the videos that you guys have. Uh, who, who's responsible for that? Uh, usually the artist, um, it's, it's, you know, different for each song. Uh, generally the artists produce their own videos. Um, we, the Fump as a group does produce like official videos and we haven't done one in a long time, but, uh, we're trying to get them, get them going. Um, I'm actually, I, mean, I, I saw two, one was, uh, I mean, I saw more than two, but the twilight zone was like, who put that one together for example? That was all Luke, it, right? Or did did Don do that or somebody? Wait, which which song are you talking about? Twilight Zone. Uh, the Twilight Zone. Oh, that was me. Okay. Very impressive. How about the Yosemite Sam one? That was me. <laughs> um, that was just clips from <laughs> from uh, you know Looney Tunes. Um, and the the funny thing is, like the the first part of the verse of the first verse. Um, I copied pretty much word for word from when Sam burst into the tavern, you know, any lily livered long legged, you know, all of that. <laughs> so it fit like it lips. I got, I managed to get the lip sync almost perfect for that, be, that intro part. So, yeah. Do you, do you find both you guys with, with rapping, do you find not being black to be a, you know, a hindrance in any way? No, not at all. Um, I've performed in front of, you know, entirely black audiences and they've been very welcoming very open um i performed on a street corner in harlem once uh, i performed in um very bad section of philadelphia once uh yeah they they love what i do yeah i think generally anybody who's like generation x and younger kind of no longer gives a crap about race when it comes to hip-hop yeah basically i mean we 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 honor, you know, obviously its roots and, you know, respect that. But, you know, nobody's like sitting there going, oh, white person rapping. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like it's some kind of. I mean, it's, it seems know, like they did in the early rabbits. days. I, I, it was, I, I it, it was a novelty in the early days where it was like a white guy rapping. Ooh, you know, yeah. Like in the, in the early eighties, mid eighties, there was a bit of that. Um, but it got old real fast. <laughs> <laughs> like as as soon as like any decent white rappers came along then it was like all right that's enough of that you know as soon as third base put out their album people were like okay cool you know the beastie boys beastie boys you yeah guys, you guys you 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 both do it well and you get right in the pocket and so i mean they got it i think if the music's there uh, there's no uh, discrimination yeah yeah and and luke and i both do very nerdy stuff so it's it's got its own little subgenre to it. It's great, great stuff. Who were you? You know, who influenced you the most in that genre? Um, I was a, a big influence was the Fat Boys early on because of the comedy and stuff that they did, and I used to do the human beatboxing stuff all the time. Um, and then a little bit later, uh, Sir Mix a lot because I I liked his delivery and his tone of voice, and I was like. I learned how to do like the rap He's performance the one that did voice. Baby from him. Scott back. Is, yeah, is he... yeah. And yeah. he's also got yeah, a sense and... of humor. He's done some funny stuff. You know, Baby's Got Back is a humorous song. It's not like laugh out loud funny, but it's a humorous song. But he did do some like 
he did a song called the square dance rap where he you know pitched up his voice to sound like the chipmunks and was doing basically a hoedown over a hip-hop beat and it's it's fantastic wow yeah i have i have that album yeah and i also was a huge fan of the fat boys and uh additionally digital underground that's the group that had Mm. humpty hump for the humpty dance uh and uh dj jazzy jeff and the fresh prince made some great stuff and just in general like the old school rappers just had a lot more of a sense of humor in general so even if a lot of them weren't trying to be funny music people they still you know they had clever lyrics or they would do funny stuff in their music videos like you look at even a group as serious as public enemy still had flavor flavor in it like adding an element of humor to Mm -hmm. to everything they did so i just liked hip-hop a lot for having that you know that sense of humor about itself you know from the 80s through like the you know early 90s until like everything went gangsta and then it kind of lost its sense of humor for a long time so it's like i like stuff like i'm the type of guy i'm trying to think who did that that's ll cool j right yeah yeah Uh, you know that i'm the same way i like the funny ones i tell you uh, where the house i was living in before here I don't know who it was, but somebody in the neighborhood would throw this party once a year where the music, I mean, you could hear it like in an entire, like in the entire neighborhood, you know, and I guess people, you know, just let it happen. But what cracked me up, I walk outside my house and, uh, you know, it's like everybody in the world could hear, I like big bucks. (laughs) (laughs) You can't go wrong with that. That's that's got something for everyone. We we actually had a guy at my my day job that looked like Sir Mix a lot, and and then he left, and one of my coworkers like was oh we never found out his position on Big Butts. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so do you have anything you'd like to plug? Um. Well. I like the I like the plug to the song we just played because Steve's on you know that's why Steve's on it and uh, you know I you know it's always it's always good to be able to drop names you know yeah. but are you performing anywhere that we could go see you right since COVID I've been just uh, you know I've been spending my life recording uh, you know I was on the road for many years and. I wrote so many songs, and now I'm getting them all recorded and archiving them. And, uh, this guy, uh, Michael Lestica, you you know him. He's been helping me archive my stuff. Did I know him in L.A., and I've forgotten again? No, I um, I think he's the one. He came to you at the Fun Fest uh, and had you autograph. I, oh, that Mike. Okay, I didn't know his last name. I gave him my second uh, I think Lester kind of is kind of an alias. Of his. I think he has a so maybe you know, but I, don't know, but I do remember signing something for him. Yeah, the the whisper. Yeah, I, I can't, he was when I told him I I had done some stuff with you and that uh, you had recorded Hitting Outer Space. He I suddenly was getting star treatment from him. <laughs> this and, happens a lot, you know. You get near me, it, it just it, it's going to trickle down. Yeah, and, and I gave him. I had two copies of. Uh, the uh, VHS of Whiskers and Me. Yeah, I remember. And I gave him one. I mean, I, he, he, he's like indebted to me forever. So I think that's what he had you sign. Yep, I did sign that. You know, it's really funny. 
that v- speaking of VHS, which is a format that's gone, um, I just had Devo here duplicate a bunch of CDs for me, and I've been selling CDs at gigs, but CDs don't sell like they used to. And very much when I'm when I'm doing a gig, people will often say to me afterward, I just don't have a CD player anymore. And my joke after that has been, well, I'll sell you a Toyota and a ha ha ha, but it doesn't help me move any merchandise. Well, I found, <laughs> I found some external CD drives online for like $6 each. So I bought them. So there's no excuse. I got a bunch of them. So somebody really, oh, I would if I had a CD player. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> That's idea. So you might want to think about idea. being a VHS player. I don't know. I, 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 you know, CDs is my uh, favorite format, and uh, I still have records. You know, I still, I, I even have a tracks. You know, I, I go way back. And uh, cylinders. You know, I, 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 I'm sure that at some point CDs are going to make a big comeback, like vinyl has, and and. and uh, us guys who had the foresight to hold on to our CDs and CDs player, we're going to be ahead of the game. Yep. How about you guys, uh, Luke and uh, Devo? Do you uh, is it Devo? You, you no, correct Devo. me. Devo. Devo. Okay, so I was. Um, do you guys keep a lot of CDs, or are you? Oh yeah, to- we're all physical media hoarders here. Like every every time somebody does a Kickstarter or something, I'm like, I want the one that gives me the T-shirt and the CD. Which one is that? You know, because a lot of times, you know, I mean, I mean, nowadays we can all put our music up on Spotify or whatever, but there's no guarantee it's going to stay up there forever. And I, I, you know, you will take these CDs out of my cold dead hands. <laughs> with you, I, I, I have a whole box of Steve CDs. Is that where they went? <laughs> I, I do too, but they're 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 leaving tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, everybody seems to have a box of my CDs. Yeah, I, I love them yeah, all. I, of course, I'm a collector. But I, I I mentioned to you on the phone. I like the refrigerator art was one that I particularly was fond of. Thanks. I think that's one that Devo just duplicated. It for is. Me. It is, in fact. <laughs> it's funny that um, I was discussing with Jace McLean, our friend at Needle Juice Records. Uh, that his favorite record of mine is the girl band record because it's a concept album. And he said, you should do more concept albums. And it did not occur to me. Refrigerator art is a concept album. Gosh, darn it. Definitely. Nobody recognizes that. Yeah, I got to get somebody. <laughs> What'd you get? You guys must have loved the, uh, the, the movie with Daniel Radcliffe playing a weird out. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. In fact, I just I'm got ready. the DVD oh, for Christmas. Speaking of physical media, I just got the the Blu-ray for Christmas. So, yay! Yeah, I was I was really uh, I, everybody was great. I like Daniel Radcliffe, uh, but I, I loved Evan Rachel Wood as Madonna. Yeah, she was great. <laughs> yeah, to me. The, and Rain Wilson as Doctor. Oh, Rain Wilson as uh, as uh, Doctor Demento. That was, uh, and I was thrilled to see there was a Tiny Tim uh, character in there. <laughs> You know, our friend Harv here goes way back with Tiny Tim for reals. Oh, really? Yeah. Tell yeah, him, Harv. You know, I, I just found out that, you know, the movie that, that Weird Al narrates, The King for a Day, you know, I'm one of the talking heads in it, and uh, and the Tiny, there's one of my songs in the movie, too, that Tiny does. But I didn't know this until I met this Mike I mentioned earlier. He told me on the DVD... I do a whole song. There's like four extras uh, on the DVD. Wow! And uh, I did. I, I had written a tribute to Tiny, uh, and uh, I guess the guy, the, the director, uh, Johan, he he filmed it when he interviewed me. 
and uh, <laughs> I was so happy to see it on there. He didn't tell yeah. you he was going to do that because that seems weird. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I know it was a complete surprise. You know, <laughs> like in the actual film, uh, one of my moments where I, I talk, uh, he has me doing like one line of it. You know, but in the uh, extras, I get to do the whole thing, and I like I like the performance too. You know how critical we can be of our stuff. Mm -hmm. But I was happy with the performance. But I may be the only guy that's that, that's that's seen it because. Well, then it's very important that you be happy with it. <laughs> the whole audience. I, I mean, most people I think bought it online, but it's a good film, and uh, you know, Weird Al. Uh, does you know somebody told me that. Uh, he called uh, Al Weird Al in a f in a phone call, like where there was a you know where too few people were speaking, and uh, Al took offense to that. Is that true, or was this guy's just paranoia? Would would he I get mad no if he called him Weird Al? I don't I don't think so because I just saw a video last week of uh, Al out with Doctor Demento and a couple other people at lunch, and the waiter kind of coming up to him going, are you Weird Al? And Al goes, I am Weird Al, you know, and signs autographs and takes a picture with him and stuff. So I, I don't think he would. I don't, yeah, the thing that's made you world famous, I don't think you'd have a problem with yeah. that. Yeah, I, I, I actually introduced Weird Al to uh, Jerry Samuels, you know, Napoleon. Mm. Uh, I mean, I suppose if you're being obnoxious about it, like, hi, Weird Al, how you been, Weird Al? Where's, look, it's Weird Al, you know. That or maybe be... he was maybe he was pretending to be angry. He does that. You know? Yes, yeah, maybe that was it, too. Maybe he just didn't like this guy. I could maybe that's it. I don't like this guy. possible, too. <laughs> so he had to find an excuse to, uh, you know, do something. How dare you? But... Me? Weird? <laughs> Sounds about right. But I had run into him. It was an event at the Palladium when I was still living in L.A. And, uh, you know, if if I see a celebrity that I, I really admire, you know, I will approach them. You know, so, so I, I just went up and said hi. And I mentioned that at one time Jerry Samuels was my manager. And he, so he got all excited. He got, like, excited uh, uh, to the point that he says, I'd love to talk to him. So I, I told him his phone number. He didn't write it down, which seemed to me like, uh, you know, it's, uh, but, and he called him the next day. So I, I was very impressed that he could hear a number once and have it in his head to call him the next day. But they had, they had several meetings and, and Jerry uh, used to do these benefits where he would go to like hospitals where kids were really in bad shape and uh, do shows for them and, and weird al went <laughs> now i'm worried he's gonna get mad if he hears me call him weird al <laughs> uh, al went to a couple of these shows it's, it's alfred went, if you don't mind <laughs> <laughs> yeah al went to a couple of these shows with with jerry and gave out uh, you know uh, souvenirs and uh, he was he's he's, he's, uh, he's a nice guy yeah, he's a yes, indeed. remarkably nice guy. And he has a good memory for remembering phone numbers. <laughs> you know what I like? That I'm wearing a hat, Harv's wearing a hat, Devo's wearing headphones, and Luke is wearing a seatbelt. This is the safest podcast <laughs> in the world. <laughs> how was your, uh, your you were feeling sick in the beginning? Has, has being with me and Steve and Luke uh, helped improve how you felt? <laughs> My throat still hurts. Um, I don't 
feel lightheaded anymore, so that's a good thing. So maybe, maybe you're helping. I don't know. <laughs> I, I think sometimes. <laughs> I think sometimes getting in the performing zone. I, I just feel like it's feeling better. I was having a cold, and I had a gig the same day. I, I found it was better to go do the gig because somehow when I got into that uh, zone where you're performing, it, it like it sometimes would. The cold would disappear. Oh, yeah. adrenaline is a hell of a drug. Um, that performance you watched of me doing cellular degeneration, I was very sick during that. And, like, I couldn't really? breathe through my nose at all um, before, you know, I went up on stage. And as I walked up on stage, my no my nostrils cleared. And then I was able to, you know, yeah. perform. And then I'm sure I infected everybody in the area. <laughs> Sorry. In high school, I had a, you know, I was I had a friend well, I was watching it. I felt like I was getting coming down with some. <laughs> I had a friend in high school as a drummer in the best band in our in our high school, and they were just about to do the the battle of the bands that had been building up to this after a bunch of weeks of competition. And he got mono three days before, and Ooh. he was uh, I can't do it, I can't do it, and then he did it anyway. And when the show was over, he didn't have mono anymore. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's it's something I he had stereo. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Boom. But I noticed I noticed that your voice has has regained its uh, normal resonance since we've been on the show. Mine? Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I it's it. I seem to have. I mean, it's probably just because it's warmed up because I've been talking. It's because Steve is a healer. You know. That's right. He's I was in a band called Normal Resonance. So that's Melly has a set of vibes. He's able to send out these good vibes to you that. Uh, you know, I, I think by the time this program is over, you you are going to be ready to leap tall buildings in a single bound. I'm going to be ready to leap into my bed. That that's what's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're going to move on and do news and tour dates, and then talk to Steve. Are you going to stick around for the rest of the show, or you have to take off? I wouldn't miss it for the world. All righty then, <laughs> let's do a promo. This is the fault. But it isn't too hard. I've got the liar's clue and the biggest parody. Some video game versions I can play on my screen. 24 imposters says I like those properties. And this got the wise clue because I get the charities. Of course, I have the movie and the documentary too. And this is for everyone who says I don't have a clue. And in the end, when I was facing a fate worse than death, she became a wraith of joy and rescued me and set us free. Not bad for the first season of Volley McGee. I mean, when it comes down to it, you kids are jiggy, crunk, trill, funky, fresh, stupid death. No, no, no. Party with your parents, party, party with your parents, it's a party. That's the Funny Music Project at thefump.com. T-H-E-F-U-M-P dot com. Now don't you bury the Time for funny music news. Something, something, something. In the news, the Via Bella Kickstarter is up to $2,961. They are about $550 away from their goal of $3,500. They have 12 days to go. So if you've not gotten in on this already, head over to kickstarter.com. Look for Via Bella. It's two words. Live in Germany. And um, this is 
next week is the Dr. Demento Funny 25, so I looked up Jeff Morris's predictions for the year. Should I run through them, or would that be considered spoilers? <laughs> eh, I'd say just wait. I mean, I've seen them too. Okay. But, you know. What I'll do is I'll, I'll, I'll keep the notes here, and then next week when we report the actual Funny 25 results, we'll compare. I don't know why you think that telling people something that's going to happen that hasn't happened yet would be a spoiler. Well, it's just, it, it's not actually like a hundred percent certain <laughs> that these numbers are going to be correct. So I know, but he's usually about 95% right. Yeah. And you know, I, I don't know if you noticed, but to balance out the picture I see of the forests, <laughs> I put on a red hat. Now we all have red in our, uh, sounds good. I didn't mean to interrupt. Nope, I you're good. It was and uh, some sad news. Tommy Smothers passed away the other day. Uh, he was oh. 86 years old, died of lung cancer, which is very sad. I loved the Smothers Brothers. Such great performers. Indeed. All right. Anybody have anything before tour dates? Before what? Tour dates. I want to give a, a thank you and a plug <laughs> to Needlejuice Records. Yeah. Can you I, hear me? Yes. yes. Sorry, that something just oh, happened okay. on the my my Twitch stream. I'm not sure whether that's just me or the stream or what. But anyway, continue. So yeah, um, for my siblings and I, kind of do a Secret Santa thing between us so that we don't have to buy gifts for all of each other. So I was getting gifts for my brother Mike this year, and I ordered uh, Ukla Box versus Evil and Nerdvana EP. And also the Warm Quartet Pac-Man EP, and uh, uh, they I I placed the order, and then I reached out to them asking if they you know if if I paid them more could they uh, you know ship it a little bit faster? And uh, uh, Kendra and Jace helped me out, and I, I was another couple bucks extra. They shipped it uh, up to my mom in Wisconsin, and it got there in plenty of time for me to show up and wrap them and give them to my brother Mike. So, you know, give the gift of funny music to people you love by buying final at Needle Juice Records because they're awesome. So there we go. Thank you. I concur. I have a similar, similar thing to report, but you pretty much said it. All right. Tour dates. On Sundays in Nashville, Tennessee, Steve Goody hosting at the Bluebird. You still doing that? Yep. All right. Uh, Sundays online. I'm very impressed by that, Steve. Hmm? I'm impressed. I'm very impressed by that. I told. <laughs> well, that's the why I do it. I've been trying to impress you for all these years. I I, I was impressed from the very beginning. <laughs> um, Monday. My cat just opened the door and walked into my <laughs> studio, so I got to watch where she. Uh, that's all right. Goes to. <laughs> On Mondays online, Steve Goody and Brad Tassel at virtualcomedyshow.com. You're still doing that too, right? Doing that. All right. Coming up on uh, Sunday on New Year's Eve, Mikey Mason will be doing a live stream online. I don't have any other details other than that, so check out his website for info. And then on the 6th in Santa Cruz, California, Phil Johnson and Roadside Attraction. And on the 6th in Doylestown, Pennsylvania, Carla Ulbrich. Yay. All right. Birthdays. Gary is doing that. Oh. Sorry? What? I was going to ask, uh, 
how many have we <laughs> have we made any more sales of the Tom Lehrer tribute album? This yes, week? but I didn't. I haven't totaled them up, so I, I I don't know where we are. But I I actually still have a whole bunch I need to ship. Okay, out. cool. All right, birthdays. Uh, today, the twenty eighth is Peter Wildman of the Frantics. Remember, we had him at Fun Fest a few years ago. And coming up on January 1st, Insane Ian. Happy birthday, Ian, along with Eclectic Lee and Chuck. So happy birthday, folks. Lee, Chuck! (laughs) All right, Steve. Give us a quick intro to your song and we'll give it a listen. I got mad. Made 45 seconds of music. The end. Here it is. Ah, the mall. The best place to hear the worst Christmas song. Jingle Bell Rock is a terrible song. You might think it's nice, but then you'd be wrong. It's cloying, annoying. I wish it would stop. Mainly because it does not rock. I don't mind Christmas time, it's pretty fun And I especially love Gridlock So I'm here to mock a song that says it rocks But it does not rock I hate Jingle Bell I'd rather hear the first Noel Than freaking Jingle Bell Rock And yes, I can play the riff Alright? Jesus Why don't you play the whole song? Because I don't like the song Because it does not rock I think I've been pretty clear about that <laughs> And we will not be rocking the Christmas tree I love that ending. I, I love that it ended. <laughs> <laughs> that line where I said, especially love gridlock. It, one time it accidentally, as I was recording, it came out, especially love kid rock. And I thought, I wish I could find a way to fit that in. <laughs> you only have 45 seconds. You got to make some cuts. Yeah. But yeah, I, and, I we, we've actually, this came up on the Fumpcast a long time ago because, um, I was at a music convention and the person who wrote Jingle Bell Rock was there. And <laughs> I mentioned that and Luke said, did you get to ask him why the song doesn't rock? And I was like, unfortunately, no. <laughs> I can actually answer it, but it kind of deflates the whole point of my song. Because I'm curious 50s, now. It was rock. Well, that was rock in the 50s. Y- yes and no. I mean, there was better rock in the 50s. <laughs> it was better, but it counted. You know, like um, Rock Around the Clock has the same sort of feel. Yeah. It's a shuffle. It's Santa Claus shuffle. We are trying to be Harv Man. Some managed it and some didn't. No, I, well, there I, is one. I was curious to ask you guys what part of Jersey you live. Oh, I'm I'm way up north in the boonies um, by Mountain Creek, the park formerly known as Action Park. Well, I never. I, I'm I'm on the East Coast now, so. Oh, okay. I'm in. Uh, yeah, I'm about an hour of outside of New York. Yeah, that's a good place to be. <laughs> it is. I, uh, every time I meet somebody from Jersey, and I, I ask them what, what part, they mention another place I never heard of, <laughs> and you. Uh, <laughs> it's a thing we do. Uh, yeah. Crazy. <laughs> and then you learn some new curse words you didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> but um, speaking of Jingle Bell Rock, um, if you want a rock, a really rock version of this one, um, Psycho Stick did a sort of parody of this song called Jingle Bell Metal, 
which is <laughs> very, very heavy and fast. So you can listen to that if you want something that truly rocks. Jingle Bell, they did the, a metal version of Jingle Bell, right? Yeah, it's just, it's just called Jingle Bell Metal. Oh. <laughs> oh, another reason I did this song, besides just being angry, or not really, I don't really care, but uh, my vibes are... <laughs> This is the second song I recorded with the aforementioned vibes, giving us the Christmas vibe, if you will. Well, do you, do you have you been, have you uh, used the upright bass on any songs? Yeah, I have. I can't remember which at the moment, but yes. Did and you I, have to? Uh, I mean, I know you're a world class bass player, but did you uh, have to learn? <laughs> Did you have to learn the fingering and stuff? I, I've been playing upright in college. It, it comes back pretty fast. And by the way, calling me a world-class bass player, there's no need to insult me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I I uh, had to give up my bass. You know, I was I went on the road when I was about uh, 20 or so, 21, and it was, it was an act with acoustic guitar and sometimes piano and a girl singer. This Vacheria was uh, the first the first uh, duo. And uh, I left my bass at home. And when I, you know, when I got back, you know, I was uh, in, in Philly and, and uh, you know, I was waiting for any job at this point. And somebody called me up that knew me as a bass player to play at the Warwick Hotel. And it was a jazz trio. And the guy was like a slave driver, you know, and he had, I had to play like eight to the bar, and, boom, 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 you know? and I just didn't have the chops anymore. And I walked out of there, my, my uh, the finger you pluck with was completely torn to shreds. So. Yeah, that's crazy, because the reason people become bass players is to play less, get paid the <laughs> same for doing much less. Yeah, well, when I worked, I used to get a lot of work with this one society band. I was really hired as a singer, but... You know, the people, they don't want to pay for just that. So if you had a bass, and I actually had taken it up in junior high. So I knew I, I knew the chords and it could hit the right. But the band I played with, it was very simple. Just, you know, boom, 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 you know. But this That's guy, had, and so I came out with my finger all ripped to shreds. I said, I don't want to be a jack of all trades, master of none. So I sold the bass for a new guitar, which I still have. It's, it's on the wall. Uh, actually, it's in the other room. <laughs> but it is I, on I don't the wall. Th I don't think this story warrants having visual aids. But, <laughs> but I, I, I do have a picture on the wall of me and Brenda Lee, uh, <laughs> uh, which I probably should have taken off the wall when you mentioned <laughs> But I, I have a soft spot. <laughs> I'm not really mad about that song. It's all in fun. Uh, no, I, I, I totally get it. I totally get it. it the I, the song that I can't stand is um, simply having a wonderful Christmas time. I, I absolutely cannot stand that song. Nobody likes that song except so, possibly Harv. Is that the, that's the one Paul McCartney does? Yeah. yeah. There's a funny video online where the, the Yamaha people had just invented this very fancy new synthesizer and they gave one to Paul. It was worth like $200,000 this massive, incredible, groundbreaking thing. Ooh, let's give it to Paul. He'll do amazing things with it. <laughs> then he did that, and they went, oh, God. <laughs> yes. It was better than that. I can't remember the actual punchline, but their disappointment, hilarious. Who do you like as a lead singer better, John or Paul, or are they equal in your eyes? Well, personally, I like the one who's not dead. <laughs> <laughs> that does help. <laughs> 
I don't know, call me finicky. Although with this technology, you know. Yeah, that's true. You know, you don't know what's next. Does it, does it scare you the fact that I remember years ago, you know, when <laughs> machines were coming out and, and all that stuff and synthesis uh, sequences that Stevie Wonder in an interview said, well, they can never get our voice. They can never. <laughs> they can. Yeah, I, I heard a John Lennon AI, and it just, you know, it sounded like him, but didn't have that certain pathos that he has in his voice. You, know? you have to push the pathos button. <laughs> Turn the pathos up to 11, then you get John. If you had been there when he did it, it would have been much better. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I just heard a noise in the other room. I don't know what the cat knocked over. but was <laughs> Brenda Lee. <laughs> Off the wall. As long as it wasn't my picture of Brenda Lee. <laughs> but, uh, in, your, in your lifetime, I know you guys have probably met a lot of celebrities. Did you uh, have any that any celebrity meetings that uh, were exciting to you? Uh, well, Devo met the guy who wrote Jingle Bell Rock, you know, so. <laughs> and I met the guy who wrote Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer. So. Really? Yeah, he's been on our show a couple times. He's been on this show. I think both those guys would be more excited to have met you than the other way around. They were. Oh, make no and mistake. I, and I met the guy who wrote, I dropped my phone in the toilet. So, <laughs> And I met the woman who helped write that song. And she's in New Jersey. So it all comes full back circle. to that, that, that was your song, wasn't it, Steve? It is my song, but Carla helped. Yeah, she was a co-writer. I, I I have talked about that song, you know, somehow in conversations about cell phones, you know, that, that I've, I've referred to that song more than once. Funny thing about that song is, although it was an award-winning song, it had the shelf life of about a month. I cannot get that song to work again. I just, I gave up. I don't know why it doesn't work in front of an audience anymore. Hmm. I guess because who cares? <laughs> yeah. everybody, everybody backs everything up to the cloud. It's not an emergency anymore. Yeah, Maybe. I had a song years ago that was like, you know, you tend to have like one that usually is like the one you can rely on. This one will always work. And I had this one called, every time I cheat on you, it makes me love you more. <laughs> and then so, some guy, some country singer, I won't mention any, he, he recorded it in Nashville and he put his name on it. You know, as oh, come on, who did it? Who did it? <laughs> But but anyway, that song in Philadelphia when I first wrote it, it was like you know it, it was obviously co a comedy, but you know I at least I, I hoped it. But it was very well received. It was you know but at a wide demographic you know ages. But when I went to L.A. and did it, I mean it it made people angry. <laughs> I, I don't know if uh, the sensibility was different, but suddenly. Uh, you don't cheat on your, you know, it was, I got that, you know, I, I saw like a, a girl drag her husband out of the, out in the middle of me singing it, you know, so. Well, that could have been anything. Yeah, so uh, this guy to put his name on it, you know, and when he performs it live, he takes full credit for it. So now I let him have it. It's his. Good. That's what, that's all I got to say. Did you ever? But that's interesting. No, it's not all you have to say. I knew it wasn't all you had to say. No, I, no I was curious. So you said the the song uh, worked for a long time and then suddenly. No, it worked for a short time and then stopped working. Uh, what, what, how do you account for that? 
uh, because life sucks. <laughs> I don't know. I know. You guys are younger than me. To me, this technology, it's like being in a science fiction movie. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, it's like here. here we are in four different states chatting right. with each other. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know this was. I didn't know this was going to be where you, you saw people. And it's yeah. very exciting. How do you see people? You see somebody in his car. I think Luke's driven at least sixty miles while we've been doing this. Yeah, basically. Yeah, I, yeah, now, I was starting to wonder if that was like he. This car was stationary, and he just had some visuals in the back. That no, made- he's driving so fast it seems like he's not moving. In fact, but before the end of the show, I will cross the state line into Wisconsin, so it'll be five states that will encompass this podcast. Uh, yeah, what, what I did a lot of uh, gigs in the Midwest. What part of Wisconsin? Uh, Lake Geneva. Yeah, I, I, I believe with Harvard and Cherie were there, but um, I don't remember. I don't remember clearly. But I worked. At, I worked in some town, uh, Fond du Lac, Wisconsin. <laughs> I dated Miss Fond du Lac. <laughs> I did. And I could tell you more, but... Uh, yeah, she told me enough. Was, I don't think I'm not kidding me. around. Miss Fond du Lac was awesome. She, she said the, the same thing the, about you, but she was very... She, did not. she, had, she had the word fondle in her name. <laughs> <laughs> Have we, has anybody come up with some way of using the wool thing? I, I've already forgotten the first word again. I already did it. I think it's enough. Lyrical yeah, wool. Yeah. No, I, I asked. I asked Denise. I said, "Am I losing?" And she says, "No, you've always been this way." <laughs> Interrupt him, Devo, before he tells another story. I, <laughs> I got nothing. I got to say, you talk about stories. You know, I, I, I'm really, you know, to me, I, I, I love showbiz, and like I was just watching you guys last night. And now I'm seeing you in person, I'm, or you know, as close to you know as you would, as this seems, and it's, it's very exciting to me. I want to thank the people at Verizon for making Luke's connection so solid. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah, my connection's how's, not much better. How's your cold? How's your cold doing? Is it yeah, getting even better? No, same, same throat hurts thing. And there goes my ah, crap. Yeah, well. No. Optimum, like we got a letter the other day that Optimum upgraded my service at no additional charge to 300k per you know kbps 300k service, and we tested it, you know, on those speed test things, and we were getting about 160 to 180. So it was like, okay, good. I'm like, let's see what happens when we come to the Fumpcast. If 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 the stream's gonna buffer, yeah, it's still buffering. It's still, it just like. Thanks. It, it just I, I'm watching the bandwidth just drop and drop and drop and then goes to zero and then it comes back up. And yeah. Steve, I wanted to say something. Yes. So there is one version, uh, one cover version of Jingle Bell Rock that does in fact rock. Uh, in 1987, there was a, a Christmas special called Muppet Family Christmas, <laughs> and about ten minutes into it, Doctor Teeth and the Electric Mayhem does an actual rocking version of Jingle Bell Rock. And it's the best, and you can see it on YouTube. And um, uh, when I made uh, my medley, It's a Fanboy Christmas 3, I ended it with Jingle Bell Rock, and I specifically had uh, the person making my backing track it, you know, make the version that I was using based on the Dr. Teeth version, because I wanted something that actually rocks to the end of the song. You're a wise man. 
And if anybody was going to make that song rock, it would be the Muppets. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, Steve. So, do you have anything you'd like to plug? <laughs> we got to move on. Yes. <laughs> SteveGoody.com. And if you're in the neighborhood on Thursday, January 18th, come out to the Third Coast Comedy Club here in Nashville and see Al, the weird tribute, and how Daniel Radcliffe got mixed up in this nonsense live and in person. And we're going to record it. We're going to shoot it and hopefully make a great big promo thing that'll make me world famous so that Harv Mann will come talk to me. <laughs> Well, if we're going to do plugs, I guess I should say I, I have a relatively new album called Must Be the Mandela Effect. <laughs> any, anybody, any of you guys into uh, into that, the Mandela Effect? I, I've heard I'm of it. I'm, I don't know that I'm into it. Yeah. You start to believe stuff because you believe it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting. I, I, I like the concept because it explains how certain things go into black holes. Hmm. You know. All right. All right. Well, that I, I, I just I just took the conversation into <laughs> into the into the garbage <laughs> with that with that comment. All right. So we're gonna let's it was, it do so nice for a while. Let's let's do some feedback and then we'll play Kyle's song. Making the internet absolutely ridiculous. Dementia Radio. www.dementiaradio.org. Port 8027. Please hang up and try again. This is the part where there's feedback. 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 You know that segment of the show we do about now? Feedback. Feedback. <laughs> feedback. <laughs> Feedback. Draconis wrote, To the fans of funny music, rest in peace, Tommy Smothers. Your sharp wit and comedic timing will be missed. Agreed. Thank you, Draconis. And we got a bunch of comments from YouTube. A-Log wrote, we're going to have to get A-Log his own intro because he's been commenting a lot lately. You know what I said the week before about your dad's Christmas song being so wrong yet so demented? In Dead by 28's case, I think they may have topped Matt Rogers' infamous parody, I Saw Mommy Fucking Santa Claus, by a wide margin. <laughs> oh, holy night. Oh, holy shit. Thank you, A-Log. <laughs> Haven't heard that Always one. Appropriate. That's our A-Log. And Hamner Hack. Hamner Hack wrote, Just here to wish you all a very Merry Christmas and custard to you all. I think the movie that Balonium used the night was the night they saved Christmas, mainly because Santa looks like Art Carney, and that was the only movie I could find where he played the jolly man in a red suit. Thank you, Hamner Hack. And I know this wasn't the thing that that the they used in the video, but Art Carney also played Santa on a Twilight Zone episode that was really cool. I did not know that. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 a great episode. I'm not going to spoil anything, but yeah, look it up. And rock and roll cashier wrote, "Ho ho ho!" Thank you, whoever that is. That's a first time comment, I believe. <laughs> All right. 
We have a third song this week, and it's a new one by TV's Kyle, and it's the end of the Christmas song. So here is A Football by TV's Kyle. Hey, everybody. TV's Kyle here. Sorry I can't be there, but I am on vacation in San Luis Obispo. Yes, we did listen to Weird Al's Take Me Down on the way there, and we will listen to it again on the way back. Uh, so my song this week is A Football. Not the football, not football, a football. Uh, it was kind of written to the opening title screen to uh, Mike Tyson's punch out for NES, but then I changed the melody to make it mine in an Alf Clausen-y fashion. And, uh, you know, beyond Alf Clausen in that uh, that beat, it's not a march. Uh, and uh, the an interesting thing about the title screen to uh, Mike Tyson's punch out is that that melody is from a 1950s Gillette commercial. I don't know what's up with any of that. It's not my problem and it doesn't need to be. Anyway, I don't know anything about football. I don't care anything about football. And so this is exactly the song you write about football when that is the case. I hope that you enjoy it. And I hope that you have a great time in San Luis Obispo. Wait, that's me. Good night, everybody. Isn't round enough A football Pointed ends and stuff A football Yeah, you use your feet But you throw it with your dumb old hands Yeah! Yes, yes folks, folks and folks, folks welcome, welcome to, to the football Here you'll find game and drink and people Just so many people that I'm very uncomfortable just thinking about it why are you here? Why are any of you here? A football isn't round enough. A football pointed ends and stuff. A football. Yeah, you use your feet, but you throw it with your dumb old hands. Yeah! And that so why is that a Christmas song? It's not a Christmas song. I said that's the end of the Christmas songs. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought you were saying like this. What like this song was the signifying end of like as if this was the last one. No, so I misunderstood you. I'm yeah. sorry. No, Steve's was the last one. It was posted on Christmas Eve, and everything after is no longer Christmas. So we have a song about a football. All right, totally Let's do some teasing. Teasing. He's a teasing kind of guy. Now you have a job. Yeah. Tomorrow's song is by Tony Goldmark. Woohoo! And we're going to have a special Sunday bonus song by me. And yeah! uh, it is possibly the dumbest thing I've ever done. I, I don't know that for sure, but it's wow. definitely up there. We'll be the judge of that, Mr. Spice. And the first song of the new year is by Bad Beth and Beyond. Yeah. Which seems oh, snap. So um, I need a playlist topic for the Spotify playlist thingy. So any 50 suggestions? 50 years of hip hop? I can do that. Let's do that. 
So I'll pull up some of the funny rap songs that I know about. All right, cool. Yeah, I will do that. All right, Steve, plug yourself one more time. SteveGoody.com. And January 18th in Nashville for Al, the weird tribute, and how Daniel Radcliffe got mixed up in this nonsense. Harv, plug yourself one more time. Uh, my new album must be the Mandela Effect. All right. And TV's Kyle is at tvskyle.bandcamp.com. TVskyle.bandcamp.com. Jenks. All right. <coughs> oh, yeah. I'm going to bed. All right. Uh, let's get out of here. Thank you for listening to the Funny Music Podcast. I'm Devo Spice. I'm Luke Ski, and look at Steve Goody. Yay! And there's Harv. Harvard. Thank you for listening to the Funny Music Podcast. You can listen live every Thursday night at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 Pacific at DementiaRadio.org and join us in the chat or subscribe to the podcast feed. Look us up on iTunes and be sure to leave us a review. Feedback for the show can be sent to info at thefump.com. The Funny Music Podcast is a production of Fidem Interactive, LLC, released under a Creative Commons share-alike license. Tell your friends. Tell your enemies. Shout it to random people on the street. And be sure to visit thefump.com for the latest funny songs. Tune in next week where you'll hear Luke Ski say... Steve Goody's uh, long underwear is made of lyrical wool. Yay! <laughs> now I got to play the thing again. Hey! Hey! There we go.